What do you desire? What makes you itch? What sort of a situation would you like? Let's suppose I do this often in vocational guidance of students. They come to me and say, well, uh, we're getting out of college and we haven't the faintest idea what we want to do. So I always ask the question, what would you like to do if money were no object? What, how would you really enjoy spending your life? Well, it's so amazing as a result of our kind of educational system, crowds of students say, well, we'd like to be painters, we'd like to be poets, we'd like to be writers, but as everybody knows, you can't earn any money that way. Or another person says, well, I'd like to live an out-of-doors life and ride horses. I say, do you want to teach in a riding school? Uh, let's go through with it. What do you want to do? When we finally got down to something which the individual says he really wants to do, I will say to him, you do that and uh, forget the money. Uh, because if you say that getting the money is the most important thing, you will spend your life completely wasting your time. You'll be doing things you don't like doing in order to go on living, that is to go on doing things you don't like doing, which is stupid. I'm so eating this donut. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Is that one of those stuffs you're loving this week? <laughs> <laughs> Just these donuts. They trump everything on my list. I kind of want to call it a SNES. I always say SNES. Oh, you I, say SNES. I say SNES too. and NES. What are you playing? You playing SNES? You playing NES? NES or SNES? Had did you at least do like a taster first to make sure, or did you just start going? Well, it, it took down. me like two hours to finish the one beer. So, <laughs> so, and that's. I went there. They do have sushi. I went there with really the goal of like just eating my emotions, right? Mm -hmm. On my lunch break because I had a really Aww. tough day. So I'm there, peak of fatness, <laughs> and I'm just I've got like those. What are those things called that are? Look at you, look at you. What are those skewers things with meat yes. skewers? Yeah. And I think I'm like double fist in them. Like I'm like just I've got like. And I I just want to say if you're a person who's listening to the show and you're and you've been thinking about this. And these New Year's resolutions, and you've been thinking, gosh, I really need to get my life together. I just want to say, number one, no, you don't. Bear to enjoy a bear. Not but I do find that a lot of bears do enjoy other bears. Yeah. And um, Just like real life bears. Yeah. Like in nature. Like I... <laughs> Some of my bear friends are, like, really into Brett and, like, yeah. when I post pictures of him on Well, Facebook. I mean, let's be honest. Brett's a big dude, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, a big dude. He looks like a big, hairy dude. I mean... A big, hairy, handsome dude. I mean, in many, in many ways, he's, like, the bear holy grail. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he's the holy grail. <laughs> hey, guys. You guys are listening. <laughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs> You guys are listening to Same Team, y'all. This is episode 23. My name is Eric. My name is Tess. And Tess, um, we, this is a podcast where two librarian best friends talk about uh, things that we are loving, important tales from the library, important life lessons that we've learned along the way, and our small effort to make the world a slightly better place, right? Indeed. Because it's all about your perspective and looking at the positive things in life uh, can uh, change... Uh, let me think about this. A bad day into a glorious day. Ooh. 
that's quite ambitious. And that's what happens. I would settle for like an okay day. <laughs> my day's been glorious. Oh, that's good. Would, well, glorious is a word I would use for my day. Uh, this is a fortnightly podcast. And Tess, how's your fortnight been? Um, it's been okay. It's been all right. Um, there's been some sickness in my family. My God. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> Brett has bronchitis. Poor guy. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Amanda, when I told her that Brett had bronchitis, she, she said, said that literally as I was texting it to you. <laughs> so ain't nobody got time for bronchitis. So yeah. Uh, so but I will say. Uh, he did spend some time yesterday cleaning and disinfecting, knowing that you were coming over today. This guy. Because I was very concerned. You were not concerned. I was not, no. <laughs> I was very concerned you'd come over and breathe our bronchitis air. I don't have bronchitis, thankfully. Knock on glass. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, I thought, you know, you might be exposed to some yeah. germs over here, and I wouldn't want you to bring them home to yeah. your lovely well, wife and your lovely baby. And you were like, it's fine. Well, I mean, I appreciate you looking out. And I think part of it is you're looking out for me extra since you almost killed me in the last episode. That's true. That's my, true. By the way, my mom. Don't want to lose My you. mom not happy about it. My Uh-oh. mom was like, oh, no. Eric. My mom listened to the cast. So if you're a new listener, welcome. You guys are all beautiful and special in your own ways. And I mean that. Indeed, he does. <laughs> Thank you. He really does. <laughs> um, He's very sincere. But if you're a new listener, our last episode, uh, Tess gave me some delicious 50-50 Eclipse beer, which, by the way, you got any for me <laughs> no. today, which we discovered <laughs> that I am apparently no allergic to, and um, I had a, a fun reaction on the cast. And, but anyway, my mom was like, <laughs> mom was like, Eric, what were you doing? You know, oh, so she was not no. happy. I'm so. sorry, Mom. Yeah, but anyway, all that to say, I think you're extra concerned because I almost I died am. in the last cast. I am. I did offer you a donut when you arrived. Oh. And I hope that you aren't allergic to donuts. No, this is a delicious heart-flavored. Uh, heart-flavored? Heart-flavored? <laughs> <laughs> flavored like the heart of a man. Um, heart-shaped and can, flavored like maybe strawberry. Can I take a guess as to why there's heart donuts in your house? Oh, sure. Take a guess. Is it because you and Brett celebrated 10 years of wedding bliss? That's right. Look at that. Oh, so wait, in, in some way, <laughs> who, wait, who bought the donuts? Oh, do you want to guess? Was it Brett? Of course it was. So does that mean when I eat this donut, it's kind of like I'm eating a little bit of Brett's love. Yeah. Because he bought them for you, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, he Ooh. bought them, honestly, for us. Did he really? Yeah. He also yeah. bought us a pizza, so we can have that later if you want. Wow, cool. So if you guys hear me munching away on um, something, it is this delicious Here, you heart. want to take a bite? Yeah, let's, Here, let's cheers. Doing this. Cheers to it. I took a bite out of my Clink! Mmm. Mmm. Mm. You know, Brett's Do love it. is uh, more strawberry flavored than I thought it would be. Um, before we jump into things that we're loving, there's a couple special announcements we need to make. First one is we have corrections we have to make. Corrections. 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 We got corrections. Corrections. Okay, so first correction is, um, so two episodes ago, uh, our episode was entitled The Year of Steve. Oh, God. And we, we could not for the life of us remember a Steve in our life, remember? That's what we said. We were sitting here and we were going, I can't remember any Steves, but... And I remembered there was a Steve who used to work at the library, and then um, that was... We we ran up dry. Yeah. Well, we got a tweet from our good friend Steve-O from the Rather Be Playing podcast. Who is 
actually our friend and named Steve. He is. I think. Well, so I think, he, you know what, though? He's a Steve-O. Thank you. That's what that's, I was thinking. And that is probably why I didn't think of him when we were trying to think of Steve's and or Steven. It's a different class of Steve. He's got the extra <laughs> like O. A higher but class. But did, did you Steve. see his tweet to us, though? No. Oh, what did my he goodness. Say? It's so sad because he goes, he goes, me listening to the oh, newest episode, no. and he goes, Do guys, we- you don't remember any Steves? I'm a Steve. And then he goes, me listening, and Tess saying, I don't remember anyone, and him going, Eric, you're going to remember, right? And then I'm like, nope, I don't remember any Steves either. So, but Steve-O, if you're listening from our good friends, um, the Rather Be Playing podcast is a podcast where there's three really cool dudes that talk about video games. Their pod, uh, their website is called ratherbecast.com, so if you like video games, go ahead and check them out. But Steve-O, if you're listening, we're sorry. We're- this... We're been, really sorry. We're like so sorry. <laughs> like I'm like genuinely like upset at myself. You know what? We actually literally <laughs> called it the year of Steve for every Steve except for Steve O. Now that I realize it. <laughs> we need to, maybe next year will be the year of Steve O. <laughs> <laughs> so Steve, if you play your cards right, maybe next year will be yours. I have one more correction. It's gonna be really good for you. <laughs> I have one more correction too. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if it was last episode. Where or a couple other episodes where I was talking about Freya's waxy ears, <laughs> yeah, and I said she got them from her mom. Uh huh. Who I said I believe that her ears are so waxy they're like Shrek's ears, and she can make candles. <laughs> well, Amanda brought up that that's not true. She can't make a candle. <laughs> she cannot make a candle out of her ears. So just letting you guys know, I may have exaggerated the waxiness of my wife's ears. <laughs> I've wondered if you're going to get in trouble for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, trouble's a relative term. Um, and this has been... Corrections. Corrections. Correction. Rasmataz. Rasmataz. <laughs> okay. Uh, we also have um, another special announcement. Tess, we are now officially on Spotify. That's right. We are. Yeah. If you guys have a Spotify account uh, where you can listen to various types of music, it's a free account that you can create. Um, If you search for Same Team, y'all, or even just Same Team, we pop up under Profiles and we have a playlist. Yes. And I don't know what's on it. There is one song on there. (laughs) I put a song on there. What is it? So that we could create the playlist. Do you know? Do you want me to tell you? Is it a Lady Gaga song? It is a Lady Gaga song. Is it Born This Way? Not Born This Way, but that would fit. with another one. It would fit with the same team y'all theme. Because that was our goal. Our Mm -hmm. goal is, well, I mean... Inside inside podcasting, our mm-hmm. goal was we really wanted to do like an episode about our favorite same team y'all songs, mm-hmm. like songs that just get you really pumped and excited about the songs world. that may make you feel really positive, or songs that really express like the idea that we're all on the same team, or we're all we should all respect each other, or we should all be proud of ourselves. That kind right. of thing. Right. And Eric had a really great idea. He's like, "What if we played some clips of the songs?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, that sounds fun, but we should probably look into." The copyright issues. And then we were like, nope, we're not doing that because it is illegal to play someone else's It is. And technically, we could probably do it and get away with it, right? Like, I don't think (laughs) FBI agent Dale Cooper is listening right now. (laughs) But um, we want to be on the up and up, right? Yeah, yeah. We we want uh, people to get paid for their music. They did hard work. So um, the way we're getting around it is uh, we started a Spotify account. And like Eric said, Spotify is a free thing to sign up for. And you will be able to go and listen to, we will occasionally add cool Seam Team Y'all songs. I've got like a backlog of ones that I've been holding on to. I think you should be in charge of it because you know more about music than I do. And every once in a while I add a song, such as the one song that we have. Is it Just Dance? 
No. Oh, man. It's from the Joanne album. Okay. It's called Come to Mama. Have you heard this one? <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> it's such a good one. It's basically about people like, hey, you know what? Yeah. Sometimes the world can get you down. The come to, come, come to, mama. to Mother Monster. Um, come to Mother Monster. I'll make it all better. So that's our one song. <laughs> but if you search so for it. I want you to listen to that song and imagine Eric singing it to you. <laughs> and he's telling you to come to Yeah, mama. just imagine. I've got my arms open. I'm like, come. Come to Mama. Come to Mama, Eric. Come to Mama, Eric. Um, but we will um, eventually curate a uh, playlist of Same Team Y'all like, like Music, and we will tweet it out at our Twitter handle, which, boy, I can't remember what it is. Tess, what is it? It's at Same Team Y'all, naturally. That's exactly right. Um, not only have we joined Spotify, but we've also joined the fine fellows over at Twitch. Are you familiar with Twitch, Tess? Twitch is, I'm sort of familiar. It's a, it's a, some sort of service where you can watch people play games. Yeah, that's pretty okay. much it. Yeah, twitch.com, you sign up, and now you know video game streaming is like the big thing, right? You can yeah. watch people play games. I think all the Rather Be guys are over there. All the Rather Be dudes are over there on Twitch Including as well. Including our good friend, steve You know what? I love Steve-O. I'm just going to say I love you, man. I love him, too. I love him. He's great. Like, you know what? Let's high-five to Steve-O. Steve-O! There it is. Well, now, he might think that we're trying to like overplay it now no. because we feel bad, but honest to God, we, we really dig Steve-O. He Steve probably is my favorite Steve in the I'm, whole world. Wow. I mean, the, the my favorite real Steve, because Steve Rogers, Captain America, is <laughs> pretty good. So many good Steves. Steve Trevor from the Chris, from Wonder Chris Pines character. Yeah. He's pretty good, too. He was pretty good. But from real life Steve's. Yeah. I like Steve Martin, the actor, who was in, who was in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, mm. one of my fave movies. Steve-O? <laughs> Steve-O from, from the TV show Jackass? Is that No, no. Steve-O. Oh. No. oh, you're still saying that, Rather be that our, our Steve-O is better yeah. than Steve Martin. But wow. Steve-O, better than Steve Martin. I would say Steve-O better than Steve Martin. Nice. Unless Steve Martin was here, then I would say Steve Martin <laughs> better than Steve-O. Did you know Steve Martin plays the banjo? I do know that, and apparently he's really into he's it. He's really into it. Did you know Freya, my daughter, plays the banjo? <laughs> she's, 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 she's a, she's a savant. Oh, she's so good at it. Um, but anyway, yeah, Twitch mostly is used for streaming video games, but now it's gotten into all kinds of stuff. There's IRL streaming, like in real life streaming, okay. where you can... <laughs> Does anybody just like stream your life? You stream. There's a there's a famous stream called the couch stream, where it's just a man streaming himself eating on a couch. We won't be doing that. So basically, we <laughs> we haven't uploaded any videos, but right now we're mostly using Twitch to go into and compliment people. I've been giving lots of compliments <laughs> out. Um, so nice. I've been trying. I wonder to, if that's why our Twitter followers went up. Maybe I don't know because <laughs> I have that info on our on our Twitch you know profile. Um, I've been giving people compliments and I've been following people that don't have a lot of followers because that will probably make them feel better, you know. Aww. And um, at our Twitter account at same team y'all I've been doing the same thing like going out there and I'll be like you know what um what was one I did the other day and I was uh like Elmo I was like you know what I really like Elmo so I just sent Elmo a tweet like thank you for being so great <laughs> I don't know if anyone's told you this lately <laughs> thank you for being Elmo I appreciate it so um if you want to uh see more of our uh, I guess is this extended universe <laughs> same, same team y'all extended universe uh check out the Yallverse. Oh my god. Uh, check out our playlist on Spotify and on uh, check us out on Twitch. Even though we don't have anything there, one day. One day we will. Maybe we'll stream. Maybe we'll play a something. game together on there. 
Yeah. Ooh, that's for our next podcast. Or, I mean, game it, team, y'all. in theory, we could even just stream, like, us recording this. <gasps> I mean, technically. Turn it into a vlog. Yeah, maybe one day, guys, uh, if you wanted to see what I look like when I eat this delicious donut. <laughs> the um, future is so exciting. Yeah. Um, and one more thing. Uh, we have another email. So our email is sameteamyall at gmail.com. Uh, if you would like to be a part of the conversation, send us an email. We'd love to hear what you are loving. And... Here it is, Miss Tess. Would you like to read that email? Sure. Oh, it's from Lisa V. <laughs> your sister. <laughs> and she says, my, oh my goodness, now my phone is blown up. It says, my husband and I listen to your podcast every fortnight. We absolutely love your show. So happy Eric didn't die from a beer allergy. Lots of exclamation marks, Lisa and John. Aww. Uh, another, uh, so. Love it. Lisa's my sister. Thank you very much, Lisa. I am also glad that I did not die. Oh, my God. Oof, right? I'm like still haunted by your little face when you When you go there. back and listen to that episode, like, you sound terrified. I haven't terrified. listened to it have yet. Have you not listened to it? You I probably have, have flashbacks. I know, do. because, like, I think I have PTSD for almost killing you. You sound terrified. <laughs> like, you sound terrified. like a bear walked into the room. <laughs> not the kind of bear that we like, but the bear that might attack you. And I sound like I'm dying. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh my gosh. But you know what? I think a thing we can all agree that we love is that I hadn't died, right? <laughs> yes, I think so. You know I think we can all agree on yeah, that. Yeah, you want to talk about some stuff we love? Let's do it. This is the stuff that we love. We love! This is the stuff that we love. We love it so much. This is the stuff that we love so much. Yeah. I'm so eating this donut. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Is that one of those stuffs you're loving this week? <laughs> Just these donuts. <laughs> they trump everything on my list. I have two hards and one soft. Oh, nice. Um, I've got, I'm going to say three hard ones. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, well here, you go first then. Okay, I'll go... My first one is this guy right here. Who am I holding up to you right now? You're holding up a graphic novel uh, <laughs> for the Poe Dameron comic series. Yes! Look at that dashing man. He's very dashing. Hmm. Can I just tell you? Um, I've yes. sort of fallen in love with Poe Dameron. All right, he was kind of a controversial figure mm -hmm. in the latest controversial Star Wars movie. Um, and if you haven't seen the movie... I don't want to give any spoilers away, but so like when he shows up in The Force Awakens, that's where he was introduced to all of us, yeah. this character of Poe Dameron who exists in the Star Wars universe now, he's a pilot for the Resistance. Mm -hmm. And when you see him in the movie, The first, the Force Awakens, he's just like, boom, I'm on the scene, I'm a hero, I'm a fly it, let's go, let's take down the bad guys, here's my jacket. I look great. Here's my jacket. Boom. I'm Poe. Love me. And you do. You yeah. kind of do. Like, you're kind of like... Well, he's like super optimistic. We doing this? He yeah, is. Yeah, we're doing this. He's like, let me run to the danger and defeat it immediately. Yeah. And you're into it. Okay? Now, in the second movie, he's still the same guy. Yeah. But you're kind of a little less excited about his excitement yeah. to run into danger all the time. Because he has, in my opinion, kind of an Alexander Hamilton thing about him where he's like i want to do the thing let me do the thing all of you get out of my way i'm all doing the these thing. rules and regulations and right. authority get and out general of my way organa 
is kind of the general Washington yeah. of my Hamilton metaphor. Who, who is his burr then? <laughs> Um, well, I guess she's kind of his burr, too. Haldo might be kind Haldo of his burr, the burr, also. Yeah. Um, and that uh, Leia's like, chill, bro. We can't just have you running into danger. I need people to lead the revolution. And if you're not, if you're throwing yourself into danger all the time and leading everyone else into danger, we're not going to have any leaders mm-hmm. in the future. And mm-hmm. then Haldo shows up and he's like, who's this lady to tell me what to do? I'm the, I'm the one who's been fighting this resistance. Didn't you see the movie poster? I'm on it. <laughs> I'm on the movie poster. Who's this purple haired lady who You just think it's up? easy to grow this stubble, but no beard? <laughs> By the way, the cover of this comic, Stubble, no he's beard. He's always got stubble. Do you think it's painted on? Like it's just, it's tattooed, <laughs> no, stubble? He's got just naturally, I don't know, just great stubble. Okay. But he, um, so in the second movie, you're a little less excited about it. And I want to say, I kind of had a bad taste in my mouth about Poe after seeing The Last Jedi. Because I was like, he really needs to slow his roll. Like he needs to listen to the wisdom of these ladies who are trying to tell him what's right and they've got the plan and you know and so i kind of now towards the end of the movie i was sort of coming back to him because i feel like he learns an important life lesson and i think he's gonna act differently in the future okay um and he probably will become the leader of the resistance one day but i found that i kind of had to like defend poe like i would talk to people about the movie and they'd be like "Ugh, he's awful oh, poe's the worst he's the worst in that movie and i'm like I don't know if he's the worst. I mean, there's, there's those, those first order people are kind of Remember the worst. Remember those executioners? <laughs> they were kind of bad. Yeah. They were pretty bad. Yeah. That's uh, Supreme Leader Stoke is not a nice guy. Um, but uh, I started reading this comic book. What color, what is, is that volume one? So this is volume two. Okay. Um, I read the first one and now I'm halfway through the second one and there's a third one. And I think this is an ongoing series. Yeah, I think it's still going. Yeah. And... I love him. Yeah. He's so cool in the comic book. And I feel like if anybody out there was having wishy-washy feelings about Poe Dameron after you saw The Last Jedi, you should go read his comic book series because he is wonderful. And then this one in particular, you can see he's hanging out with C-3PO. Yeah. And he's like, he's so cool because you know how C-3PO calls everyone master? Yeah. <laughs> and and sir. And he's like, I should be calling you master and Whoa, sir. Whoa, Poe. He's like, 3PO, you have been there from the very beginning. And, and this <laughs> You've been like, there since episode one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and actually in this comic book, they make C-3PO like actually really cool. He runs like a spying of like droids. It's awesome. That's kind of cool. But uh, he's just so cool. And he's... He's, again, he's kind of, like, eternally optimistic. He's going to make it work. Like, at, at some point, there's uh, someone who's kind of betraying him. And he, like, cannot believe it. He's like, no, this guy's my friend. And he's, he reminds me of you a lot. Oh. Like, you know how I think, like, you will jump into situations and you're like, I'm all in. I've got this. I'm, I'm in. You and I, we're best friends and we're going to do a podcast together. And I'm like, oh, okay, I just met you, dude. But all right. <laughs> hey, what are we doing? We, we're going into business? Yeah, we're starting an adult gym, right? Yeah, an adult playground gym? Yeah, we're doing this right now. <laughs> like, like it sounds like a joke, but that's really yeah, something yeah. that Eric would do. That is. But I, so it's kind of like reading about my best friend Eric. That's cool. Reading about Poe Dameron. Because he is. He's like, he's like, I'm all in. We're doing this. I like, I think Poe Dameron's cool because he brings, I think he brings the heart, you know? And I, I did read some of the Poe Dameron comic. I was getting the single issues back when I was getting a lot of comics. Yeah. And uh, I thought the 
the deal with the crystal bird. There was a bird that came out of a big crystal rock. Do you remember this? I don't think I've gotten that. That yet. was really weird. But oh, anyway, yes, thank you. Egg. It was at there the beginning. Like yeah, egg. this big egg, and I was like, "What's going on with this bird?" But anyway, that doesn't matter. But Poe would like he he is the type of guy who can kind of talk his way out of things, not in a "I'm going to trick you" swindler kind of way yeah. like Han, but almost more like a "Hey, we can I'm, reach a I'm compromise." Sure we can figure thank this you. Out. You know what I mean? And I've always liked Poe too because. The first joke of Force Awakens goes to Poe. Yeah. You know, it's a kind of a very serious movie. I mean, you know, it's like five minutes before then. You yeah. Know? But still. Um, but that scene in The Force Awakens, too, where he meets Finn, and he's yeah. like, we're best friends now. Yeah. Let's steal yeah, a TIE yeah. fighter. He's like, uh, that he's like, reminds me of you so much. You need a pilot. I need a pilot. Yeah, we're doing this. Yeah. We're doing this. Here, take my jacket. Hey, what's your name? And he gives him the whole number. He's like, I don't like that. We're calling you Finn. Okay, come on, Finn. Let's go. Keep that jacket. It looks good on you. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's one of the things I've been loving this uh, this Fortnite. I would I've say too. Been th- loving Poe. A thing about Poe Dameron, while we're talking about like why some people <laughs> might not like him in the Last Jedi, yeah. right? Is that I think a lot. We've talked about this a little bit, maybe on the cast and off of it. Like at first, you get the feeling that he's like a minor spoiler alert, but someone. Uh, He's not the boss, right? And he sees who is the new boss, and he's kind of like, oh, right? And I think a lot of people jump to that conclusion and go, well, look how look how sexist Poe is acting over here, right? Right. But let's take a moment here, and maybe he did have some false assumptions, but let's say someone does say something sexist, or they act sexist. Does that mean we hate them? Maybe that means they just, they're misguided, right? Yeah. That's how we or should look at Or they're having it. an emotional yeah. moment yeah. in, like, like at that time, thank you. And, uh, perhaps upon further reflection, they will change their tune. And I've watched that episode or that episode, well, episode eight, a second time. So I watched that mo- movie a second time, The Last Jedi, and I don't know if it's him being disappointed that it's a woman. I really don't. I think it's more I think of he's a more disappointed now that I now that I read the the his story. And if you haven't watched the movie, we're being purposely vague on yes. purpose, you know? Now that I've read his story, I feel like he's kind of more disappointed it's not him yeah. who's gonna be the leader. He does this one part where he goes, that's General Holder? Like, from the battle of whatever? He goes, hmm, not what I expected. And I think a lot of people interpret that as in like, oh, she's whoa, a shit. it's a girl. But I think, I really think, and my friend Josie brought this up, she thinks it was more like Ooh la la, like, I'm drawn to this powerful woman, I think. Granted, of course, the way he, first thing he does to this powerful woman is like, oh, those are my orders? Nah. <laughs> so maybe that's not so great, but I mean, I don't know. I'd be, I'd be into Laura Dern in that movie. She's pretty cute. She, General Holdo's like... Admiral Holdo. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. Has we need been, to write some fan fiction. I'm sure it's out there already, right? I guarantee it that it's Holdo, out there. Poe, slash fic. Cool. So <laughs> Poe Dameron graphic novel. Yep. Yeah, they're good. You should read them. Um, if uh, you want to. I will one day. I, no I, pressure. <laughs> <laughs> um, thing that I'm loving, have you ever heard of Nintendo Power? <laughs> no. I have don't you not? No. Have Nintendo you really not heard Power. of it? Nintendo no, Power. So I really you, don't. Have, I'm, I'm very ignorant to the world of gaming, so I haven't... I have such a hard time when this, I talk to you about video games. Is this like a really well-known thing and I'm like kind of silly that I, I don't know so. what it is? I oh. think it's pretty well-known-ish. Oh, um, maybe it's well-known if you're a gamer, but Nintendo Power was a magazine that ran, I don't know, from like the 80s up until like 2010 or something like okay. that. And it was the first video game magazine that I ever knew about. Probably not the first one in existence, but it was all about Nintendo stuff. You know, my dad got me a subscription to it. Um, but anyway, it ran for a very long time. I don't know, over 300 issues or maybe more than that. And then it ended and it was really sad. 
And I don't know if you've ever noticed this. In my house, I have a framed number one of Nintendo Power. Oh, really? I, I do. I got. I went and bought like the first fifty issues, um, which was, I spent a lot more money on it than I should have. <laughs> uh, that was before Fran. That was before Fran. That was back when I was like, ah, this thing brings me nostalgia. Let me buy it all. Um, <laughs> but I have a. It's a frame number one with like a NES like in the frame. Um, and I own two issues of the. I own two copies of the last issue, but I've never read them like i'm not oh. ready yet like, oh, you know like what I mean? i'm not ready to to listen to the podcast where you almost died yeah like you're not ready to listen to the podcast <laughs> where i almost died but the good news is so nintendo power is over so that's kind of end of an era right but nintendo power is back in the form of a podcast nice. yes, it's back they've only had two episodes so it's called the nintendo power podcast if you're interested uh it's only had and two episodes is it actually run by nintendo i think it's official i don't okay. know if it's run by nintendo but it's definitely run by some of the former staff of nintendo power That's so cool. and they actually model their podcast off off of um some of their um old um what's the word not segments like the um, columns columns in nintendo virus so they have like one called player's choice where they talk about what games they're playing recently and what's one like uh contact the pros that's their email section it's really cool now the podcast itself is kind of like more and this is probably because it's official it feels more npre than like okay. people sitting around like it's very i would almost call it a little dry and there's a little <laughs> bit of like i feel like that's forced laughter what's going uh... on so what are you guys playing well of course the games we're all playing are nintendo products you know, so there's a bit of that, um, but it's it's back. It's really cool, and it's uh it's kind of neat too having a podcast that I'm listening to, where I really love the Rather Be Playing podcast and other video game podcasts. But like these are dudes and ladies. There's a, a couple women it's on the a show lady too. Dude. There's a late yeah. There's a couple dude dudes and lady dudes, um, and they all work for or have worked for Nintendo before. So you get like a lot of cool like inside knowledge. Like remember how in the last episode I was gushing about Nintendo Labo? Well, they've had their hands on it. They've put it together. They've had hands on with this thing, and they were talking, we were talking about, about it. it yeah, so it's really cool. And like I said, maybe if I was to judge Nintendo Power podcast like super critically i'm like yeah it's a little dry a little <laughs> NPRZ for me but i'm gonna stick with You're it still and enjoying it. it's a really good nintendo that's podcast that's really nice because i know uh a lot of periodical publications have kind of gone the way yeah. of the dinosaur uh just because the world is changing yeah. we're getting our information other ways and you know it it uh it's a lot of trees to make magazines and maybe we need them for oxygen i don't know um, so, like, I can see Maybe what, we need oxygen. Yeah, I don't you know. know. You and me are librarians, and yeah. I don't know if you've had people complain at your library about the lack of magazines yeah. in our library, because we've kind of gone digital. Like We don't have a lot of physical magazines right, anymore. Right, right. Yeah. But we do have a lot of digital magazines if you are still into periodical publications. But a lot of, you know, our paper copies were just not... We're just not getting them anymore because that's sort of, I don't want to say it's like a dying industry because that's awful because that's like what people say about libraries, but it's definitely like a changing industry yeah. and it sounds like Nintendo Power has changed and evolved into a podcast, yeah. um, which is great. So the information is still getting out there and that's awesome. It's so cool. It, it is funny. I don't know how they got the name though because there were all kinds of, I mean, even though the the official Nintendo Power podcast, because there are all kinds of Nintendo Power, if you search Nintendo Power podcast, there are a ton that aren't this one like there's a nintendo power dad podcast and Nintendo power this are you listening to that one too uh i have i have listened to that one um but uh yeah so i'm i'm loving nintendo power podcast. cool speaking of nintendo yeah i'm gonna tell you about a thing i've been loving this week um my husband brett got 
Now, do we call it a SNES or an SENS? Because our very good friend Steve-O yep. and I think maybe Elliot call it a SNES. There's, there's, a, there's, a, t- a, there's a line drawn. I don't know who's yeah, on what side. I feel like Josh is an SNES. These are all the guys from the Rather Be Playing podcast, which yeah. they even get a lot of love from us this episode. We love I you know, guys. I know. Um, I think Josh is an SNES guy. Yeah. And I know that Steve-O is a... Snez guy. Yeah. And I think Elliot might walk that line. He just goes back and forth, depending on who he's drinking with that night. The, um, I I don't know. I kind of want to call it a Snez. I always say Snez. Oh, you say Snez. I say Snez and Ness. What are you playing? You playing Snez? You playing Ness? Ness or Snez? I want to call it a Snez just because I think that sounds fun. And and also, I like when Steve-O says it in his Irish lilt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's actually kind of a thing people, well, surprise, people argue about it, right? <laughs> Online, and, which, which, by the way, let's all take a moment and think about how glorious our lives must be if we're upset about what someone's calling a Super say. Nintendo, right? Yeah, I um, did say SNES in front of Brett, and he was like, do you mean the SNES? And I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah, sure, that's what I mean. I think it goes, I, I do call, um, sometimes I just call it the Super. You call oh, it just Super. That's super. pretty cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. Brett got one. The, okay. the, like, the one that came out somewhat the, recently. The SNES. The, the Super like, Nintendo Classic. The, okay. Yeah, the, yeah. This is like the re-release, and it's a, like a very small console. Mm-hmm. Now, when I was a kid, I had a Nintendo console, and it was huge. Yeah. It was pretty big. It was like the size of my VCR. Because it a, was filled with like guts and stuff. Which is a, another thing that doesn't really exist anymore. <laughs> but So this is a small console, and it's got games already loaded on it a bunch of classic nintendo games although apparently according to brett like i said i'm a a total novice in this area brett said there is a game on the snes classic that was not ever a game and he kind of wishes they had not included that yes and included another classic game but yeah the thing is so uh, the super Nintendo, you know, you would buy games for it. This one just comes preloaded with, I think, 20, right? Mm-hmm. 20 Something like that. really great games and Star Fox 2. <laughs> so the, the quick story for Star Fox 2 is it's the canceled... It was canceled before it ever came out, sequel to Star Fox 1. And now that it is out... Uh, we now know why it was canceled. It wasn't <laughs> apparently. I have not played it myself. Not a good game. It probably was not up to snuff, you know. But it is kind of cool, like this kind of like ooh, we can finally because it was kind of like this. I remember when I was a kid seeing posters in the subway for Star Fox Two. There were posters on the walls. There was come on, and I swear, tested it was canceled maybe a month before it was supposed to come out. Like you know, not like it was canceled, but I mean. It was essentially a completed game, you yeah. know, so it's kind of neat getting a chance to experience it, even if it isn't that great <laughs> of a game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it comes with two controllers, mm-hmm. and Brett said, we're going to play together. And this is kind of fun because, Brett, I've always, like, I'm not very good at playing video games, um, but I kind of enjoy watching Brett play video games. Brett's a gamer. In fact, he's playing a game right now. I don't know you can see. I'm looking. He's playing, I believe, Borderlands 2. That's his... That boy's always playing Borderlands 2. That's his game of choice. Oh, my goodness. Have you ever played this game? No. He's played it... Not to say it like that, but I have never played Borderlands 2. He's played it all the way through three times. I'm not a huge shooter type person. (laughs) Oh, Brad loves to shoot. I'm more of a... Someone's like, I'm going to shoot at you. And I'm more like, hey, whoa... Let's be friends. We're all on the same team. <laughs> you like Podamron. <laughs> I love Podamron, guys. Let's be pals. I'm sure, I'm sure we can work it out. I'm sure we can work it out. And then I just get through the whole game without shooting anyone. <laughs> I just have a bunch of people that follow me. We're all holding hands. <laughs> I will say there are...
are other ways to play the game. Like, I think there are spell casters yeah. in the game. So, but you, it's the same thing. You're just killing people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, I've always, like, played with the idea of, like, maybe we get a second controller and I could join you in the game and shoot things with you just so we'd have something else yeah. to do together. Um, so, but we got this SNES and it comes with two controllers. So, we played. Mario Kart. Cool. I'm really bad at Mario what, what, Kart. What character do you play as? I played the Toadstool Yeah, just character. Toad. His name's to- Toad. Yeah, we're on first name basis. His name's Toad. <laughs> I played Toad and Brett played Mario. Oh. Um, and uh, he's pretty good at the game and I'm pretty bad I saw that video. <laughs> you tweeted out a video of you playing and boy... You're not, not you're not a Mario Kart savant. No, let's just put not it that yet. Way. That's okay. Though. Not yet, anyway. Maybe I'll get better. But then we also played Super Mario Brothers. Cool, and classic. I played Luigi, and Brett played Mario. Oh, you played Mario World, Super Mario World. Oh, Super Mario yeah. World. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, that's what we played, and um, that was fun too. Such so, a good game. So I don't know if I'm gonna become a full fledged gamer Has or he anything. Ju- are there but... any games on the SNES that he hasn't played before? Do you know? Um, I don't think so, but. Is a pretty experienced cool. gamer. Well, Star Fox Two, he's never played. Yeah, because he doesn't. Because <laughs> he doesn't work in the halls of Nintendo. Right, right. And when he saw that was on there, he was like, uh, like he knows the history, and he was like, uh, but I wish that they had added something else that I liked. But, but like, because if you're getting twenty, do you really want it? Yeah, right. But you still get nineteen. In my opinion, probably nineteen of the best games ever made. Like I'm, it's a killer list. I'm pretty excited because I saw there were two games with Kirby. In them, is and it Superstar Saga and Kirby Dream? Oh yeah, yeah it's uh, Superstar Saga and um, uh, give me one second, Dream Course, Kirby's okay. Dream Course. Yeah. When I had my <laughs> Nintendo system as a girl, we only had two games, and one of them was Kirby's Dream World, I think, and it was my favorite game. Yeah. I loved to watch. He would like suck people in and spit them out. Yeah, and he gets people's powers. And he flies and. Um, uh, so I would like to play a Kirby game eventually, maybe when we beat Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, th- those are, um, um, Dream Course is like, I think I'm getting the name right, it's basically like mini golf, but with Kirby. Like you're hitting Kirby oh, into the fun. ball and it's like a, you have to kind of like, it's a puzzle yeah. game almost. And then the other one, uh, Stu- Superstar Saga, which I think is what it's called, is a collection of a bunch of different Kirby games. So some I of them did, were full-fledged ones. I did, um, I was a little better at Super Mario Brothers than yeah. I was at Mario Kart. Just because I th- I played Mario Brothers when I was a kid on our Nintendo, and so I was a little more okay. I know I press B to jump, and then I have to get the mushroom to grow big and all that sure. stuff. Sure. Um. Uh. But I am kind of riding Brett's coattails. Like he beat the first boss for me. So there's a game on there, <laughs> probably one of my favorite out of the whole pick, called um, Super Metroid. Are you familiar with no. that? No. Now Super Metroid is just one player, but if you like watching Brett play games Mm -hmm. if he plays this one this one's a good one because it's probably so this is super nintendo era so we're talking like early 90s i think super came out in 92 and super metroid probably came out in like 95 or 96 or probably closer to 95 or 94 anyway and um does it have a story to it it does so it's the third in the metro series but it starts with almost not cutscenes, but it explains the story Mm -hmm. with her like not talking, obviously, it's not speech, but there's text with the main character's name is Samus Aaron, and she is narrating the story of the first two games to you. Oh, Almost feels wow. like a like a um, like a Ripley situation in uh, An Aliens alien. because it's very much like she was sent to destroy these creatures called Metroids, 
And one of them, the very last one, she couldn't bring herself to kill because it was a baby Metroid. And the scientists took the baby Metroid and tested on it because the Metroids are like killing all these planets. Like they're dangerous. And this is the last one in existence where the space pirates come and take the Metroid. So now Samus has to go to the space pirates planet and I guess get the Metroid back and destroy it or whatever. But that's it. But it's the first game I ever played where I really felt that there was, like, a mood to the game. Like, you know, Mario's, like, a lot of fun. You're like, let's yeah. go have fun. But it's the first game you land on the planet, and most games, like, there's bad guys. Like, we're bad guys. You land, and there's nothing there. And you're, like, walking through this cave, and you see, like, in the corner of the screen, like, just, like, little bugs, like, running away when you enter a room. And I've never seen that ever in my life before. And you're like, I feel like something's watching me, but I don't know. And you, it takes you a while <laughs> until you get to the first, like, kind of enemy that you have to attack. And it's just so cool and so creepy and so, like... You're the one person on this planet, and it's you and a bunch of wildlife that wants to kill you, and space pirates. And That's it's cool. It's really cool. That M- fun. Music is killer. The graphics are killer. It's a phenomenal game. I like uh, when Brett plays games that have a story to them. Yeah. Like Borderlands Two has a little bit of a story to it. Um, but, like, <laughs> my favorite, I think, is the Gears of War series. Oh, yeah, yeah. He played those, and uh, I thought those were really cool. I liked that story. We need story. to get streaming, Tess. I we know. need to get streaming. And he, he somewhat recently played Just Cause 3, which I don't know if you've played that one, but there's, like, it's basically, like, this guy's taken over the country, and there's this, like, band of... Uh, some may call them terrorists, but others may call them resistance fighters. Sure. And um, trying to kind of infiltrate and take down the government and, of course, blow a bunch of stuff up in the meantime. And I kind of like watching, like, the story unfold. I think because I'm a reader. Yeah. And, you know, so I kind of like that. There are some the, games with amazing That narrative aspect too. to it. Yeah. There are some games with And the music. Stories. Yeah. Sometimes I, <laughs> I'll, like, download the soundtrack and just listen to it. Like, I downloaded, the, he was playing Skyrim for months and I downloaded the Skyrim soundtrack. Sometimes I just listen to it when I'm at work. Like, whenever I'm, like, just doing something kind of menial, like, data entry or something, I'll, like, turn it on, and it'll become, like, the most epic data entry ever. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like, I'm, like, ordering books for the library, and it's, like, da 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 it's great cool so what's another thing you've been doing another thing i'm loving it's real simple uh i had some friends over this past week Uh, my friend tim who i've mentioned before in this cast my buddy josh who i'm gonna be his best man at his wedding (laughs) and uh tim brought his friend philip who i never met before so he's a new friend um but they came over and we played a couple board games together um and that's the thing I'm loving. It's I think sometimes, you know, you get so caught up and it's hard to find time to hang out with friends. Um, we had, they came over like at 8 o'clock at night because that was after Freya was asleep, right, you right, know. Right. And we've established a bedtime routine for her, so I'm not going to, I don't want to mess with that. And uh, they came over at 8. But you know what, even though it was difficult to make it work, um, it was really nice. We played, uh, have you ever played Red Dragon Inn? No, that it's, sounds fun. It's a board game, and the idea of the board game is that you're basically like different, like, uh, like fantasy tropes, like a wizard okay. or, a, or a steampunk person or an orc, and you all meet at the bar, and then you play a drinking game. So you have these different cards where, like, I'll buy you a drink, and you've got a drink, and you have, like, health, and you have, like, alcohol levels, <laughs> and when those two meet, you pass out and you're out of the game, essentially. And that's pretty much it. And there's also a thing where you can gamble. If you lose your money, you're out of the game as well. Uh, but it's a really fun game. We play that. We play another game called Boss Monster, which is inspired by, like, uh, old NES games. Like, everything. You're, like, a boss in an old 
NES game, like a giant lizard or something, and you want to like lure heroes into your dungeon, and you have to make a cool dungeon to stop all the heroes. <laughs> um, and they were both fun, but it was just really nice to hang out with friends. And Josh brought beers over. And you didn't die. I had one. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what it was called, but it had a, a it had a skull on the bottle. So soon after your brush with death, and you were already well, so jumping right in. There were a couple it. things, Tessa. So one, there were. I want to be cool. I want to seem cool in front of my friend Josh. Eric. And he brought the beers, and then two, we were literally playing a fantasy drinking game. You I had. Can't. You had did the drink. you at least do like a taster first to make sure, or did you just start? Going well, it, that it took down? me like two hours to finish the one beer. So, <laughs> so, and that's just because I hate beers. But um, it took me a long time to finish it. But um, I, that's a thing I'm loving, just hanging out with friends. I think if you find yourself thinking, "Boy, I haven't hung out with this person in my life for a long time," take the time and try to make it happen because it's really nice, and I think that's important too. I just want to say. Um, that you and Amanda are two of my favorite parents okay. that I'm friends with because I know, I'm sure it's really difficult once you have kids to make time for your old friends that you had before you had kids, but I've just had an experience uh, in the past with some friends who became parents and then they just had like zero time for me. And they're like, we're now parts of the, we're now a part of the parent club. Right. And, and I, I only hang say, out with other parents. And then I would see them hanging out with all the other parents and I'd be like, really? You can hang out with all the other parents, but you can't hang out with me? So I really appreciate that. Like you take the time to come and podcast yeah. with me and... You, I just, I like that you're hanging out with your friends still, and it's not, I realize it's hard. You're a busy guy. They're busy guys. We're all busy guys. We're all guys. adults with jobs and yeah. stuff, but, and you've got more added responsibility because you also have, like, another human that you have to take care of. Um, but I like that you guys are kind of staying social, and you guys haven't seemed to change a whole okay. lot. Yeah. Okay, uh, No, don't take that personal. No, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, some, I mean, like, you've changed in that you've both kind of, like, become really great parents yeah. to this baby but like you haven't really changed your personality i didn't go oh by the way i gave up video games right or, or like uh, yeah star wars is... i can only do things that are related to parenting now yeah. and i can only be friends with people who parent and i just don't have time for you anymore and yeah star wars what i don't have time for that i don't have time for star wars yeah, yeah. i appreciate that about oh. you guys well thanks you're Tess. welcome What's another thing you're loving? Oh, I'll be real quick about it because we got to move on. We got to move on. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm looking at our time and I told myself that we wouldn't do another long episode. Yeah. What? No, we'll be so quick. This one's quick, right? So there's this thing called the Pet Expo. Okay. Have you heard of this? The Pet Expo? I yeah. don't think so. They do it every year and they do it uh, They do it up in Timonium at the State Fairgrounds here okay. in Maryland. And it's just, uh, it's like people bring their pets. And there are vendors that sell stuff for pets. And basically, there's, like, hundreds of dogs. I think you've told me about this before. Have you maybe. been there before? Yes. Okay. Brett and I go. We try to go every year since we heard about it. So this was maybe, like, our fourth or fifth year going. We go for the dogs. People bring their dogs, and we just pet dogs. Like, we could kind of care less about the vendors. Yeah. We just get in there and pet some dogs. That's cool. And, it's um, nice to pet that, but you can't bring Rosie though, right? I mean, we can't bring Rosie, which is my like dog. Other doggies, because she does not like other dogs. So we would not, we would not show her to that situation. Maybe one day we'll have a friendly dog and we'll bring them with us. But um, 
so uh, we went up there this uh, past weekend was the pet expo and we we petted a bunch of dogs. That's the whole thing that I'm loving. Petting dogs. <laughs> dogs very, are cool. Very cool. Uh, I have one last thing I'm loving. It's a soft one, but just video games. You know, I've been playing, <laughs> I've been reading a lot of Star Wars lately, and I've taken a break because I love Star Wars, but boy. Were you getting over? I, I think I read like five or, I, I read like six or seven books in a row, and I was just like, I was like, I gotta take a little break here. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm halfway through Rebel Rising, which is the Jyn Erser story. Um from uh, Rogue not, One. You can see I'm not taking a break. It's and all Star Wars all year. <laughs> so I took a break, and now I'm uh, playing uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild on the Switch. I just downloaded a game called Celeste, which you might like. It's like a, it's about a girl that climbs a mountain. She's a mountain climbing girl. Okay. That's actually kind of a... I'm only like a few hours in, but kind of sophisticated story about depression and dealing oh, with it as wow. a young woman yeah it's actually kind of, and it's cool pixel art graphics like the game just came out but it looks like something you could have played like maybe in the 90s or something yeah. it's really cool i'm really interested and then um i'm playing another game called last of us which came out i don't know maybe seven years ago but uh it's uh there's not zombies they're like i don't know if they're fungus monsters but they're zombie like things okay but the beginning of this game slight spoiler this happens in the first five minutes a dad loses his daughter oh, no. and i was like losing it but um and then it cuts to 20 years later and this guy's all grizzled and but um i'm gonna try to finish that too uh video games thing i'm loving nice eric do you have any tales from the library Tales from the library, tales from the library, read some books, read some books. We also have online resources. I don't want us to rush, it's just, we're, can you guess what time we're at now? 40 minutes. 50. We're at Whoa. 50 minutes. Oh my god. And we're not even like halfway. Should we worry this. about this or should we oh, not? Wait. Well, did you record a bunch of pre-show banter? I think I recorded five minutes of pre-show oh. banter. I didn't record 20 minutes of pre-show banter. Mm. What do you think? What do we need to do? Just be quick. <laughs> What's your tail? How many tails you got? Okay. I got... you <laughs> so funny. Okay. I've got uh, one tail and a soft tail. One okay. hard and a soft. I got one tail. Don't be too quick, though. Okay. Slow it down, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you go first? Okay. Um, if any fellow librarians are listening right now, you are aware that right now we're in the middle of, or at the start of, I suppose, tax season! <laughs> dun, dun, dun! Uh, if you don't work in the library field, you may not be aware of this. Why that for for librarians, tax season is a very exciting time of year where people uh, run into the library and ask uh, where are the tax forms, um, even though they have not been mailed to us. Or well, I think we just got ours just recently. Um, help us find these forms. Also, um, people come into the library and ask us, which we are strangers, um, <laughs> what they should put on their important tax documents. And we have to say quite frequently, what do we have to say, Tess? <laughs> We're uh, not tax professionals and we cannot give you advice on you, that. I'll tell you right now, you do not want tax advice from me. I'm going to tell you right now, if Amanda's listening, she's like, that's right, sister. You don't want tax advice from my husband. Um, it's a very exciting time of year. Um, I just, I love tax season because one, it, first of all, as, as a, on a personal level, like staff, 
it's hard because it's high demand, right? And usually the closer we get to that April 15th, the more manic people get yes. when they come in. They get very stressed out. And I understand taxes. It's their money. It's their livelihood, right? Yeah. They get very stressed out. They need answers, especially now a lot of forms you can only find online. Yeah. And if you're not familiar with using the internet, we've talked about this before, it's a very tough time of year. Luckily, you come to the library, we will help you print out everything. Um, but I do love it because it shows, once again, we talk about this a lot, how important the library is, right? Yeah. You need some tax forms. You don't know where to get them. Uh, we can print them out for you, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, tax season. We're just right at the beginning. So we got a long road till we're <laughs> through it. And the closer we get to April 15th, oh boy, the more, oh ex- boy. The more exciting things are going to get in library uh, tax season. Speaking of important services that the library provides, mm-hmm. um, I have a story for you about a gentleman who I have been helping at the library apply for medical marijuana. Which is a thing you can do in our state, um, but you have to prove that you need it. Yeah. You have to qualify, and there's a lot of uh, forms that you need I'm to sure fill out. I'm sure there's a lot of steps, too, that it's you probably don't know about. It's a long application, yeah. um, and of course, you got to do it online. Yeah. Um, and when you have some sort of debilitating illness that causes you to want to seek out medical marijuana, you're probably not really excited about learning how to use the computer so that you can apply for said Applying marijuana. for medical marijuana probably isn't the best part of getting medical marijuana. No, you know? Especially when it brings not. you relief, you know? Yeah. So there's been a gentleman who's been coming into the library for the past fortnight um, to fill out his application. And um, I got him second. So first he uh, was helped by one of our colleagues, our friend Brian. Cool. Um, Brian, so cool. We talked about, was it the last episode, right? Right. Brian got him all set up, uh, got him an email address so that they could contact him back to let him know if he's approved, Um, all that good stuff. And then he came in and I helped him verify his email address, which he didn't didn't realize that was a thing he had to do because if you don't communicate electronically, you don't realize that that's a thing that a lot of applications require. That's the first thing you do. Like you you send the email, then you got to verify. Yeah, you got to prove that you're really a person. And so I got him the next step. And then the next step he came in. Um, and he needed to check his email to see if he got approved or not. He did get approved. Um, and then I helped him print out, like, he just happened to come at this time where our printer had broken down. Of course. <laughs> so The printer gods are laughing at you. <laughs> so I said, if you're not really, like, worried about this being a very personal document, I can put that on this USB drive I have right here, and I can go print it from my computer in the back, and... and you know, and he was like, yes, please do that. And um, he was just really nice. And um, we joke, <laughs> some of our staff members joke that, like, <laughs> we can't say that's not a thing we don't provide at the library anymore. We'll help you get weed. That's what we do now. <laughs> Come to the library. We'll help you get weed. Um, if the, you qualify. At the, <laughs> yeah, at the end of our last interaction, he said, um, what's your name? Because we wear these staff badges at the library to show that we work there. Um, but uh, my particular one doesn't have my name on it, just a staff. Um, and he said, I'd like to know your name so that if I come back, I can get some more help from you. And I thought, you know what? That's perfectly acceptable. I will give you my name, write it down. Um, because, you know, I've been on a journey with this guy now. And I feel yeah. like if he needs some more help, I'll have the background. You're practically his dealer at this <laughs> point. So he pulls out a piece of paper uh, where he's been keeping notes on people at the library. 
Oh, wow. Who Who is helpful and who isn't? <laughs> oh, my God. And I didn't really... This is terrifying. Well, no, I didn't really want to look at, like, who has he had an interaction with Who's before. hot and who's not? Yeah, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to see who had a chili pepper next to their name and who didn't. Um, but I did see that he had written down Brian, our co-worker, hyphen, nice guy. <laughs> so he's wow. keeping notes. And then so he wrote down Tess, hyphen, nice girl. <laughs> so now I'm the nice girl who helps him get weed. Tess, um, yeah. you're a nice girl. I'm a nice girl. One thing I always tell people, you're a nice girl. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you never know how the library is going to change somebody's life. That is amazing. Yeah. You never know how the library is going to change someone's life, whether it's helping you get weed or helping you... <laughs> for your for, medical condition. <laughs> fill out your taxes. And this guy clearly did have a medical condition, so I'm really glad that he's going to get some help. In well, that if you really scenario. need it, figuring out... Oh, I can't even imagine what the process is like, the forms and all yeah, that. Yeah, I have you know? no idea. I'm, I'm, we've talked about this a little bit more, yeah. a little bit on the podcast before. I'm currently seeking medical help for my migraine headaches. Mm -hmm. Medical marijuana is not an option for me. <laughs> I've already researched it. <laughs> I also don't think medical marijuana uh, helps you with beer allergies either. No, I don't so think so. I'm out of luck although, as well. Although apparently there is a migraine treatment that involves some mushrooms. Um, I'm gonna, Whoa. I'm gonna say that's the last resort for me. I really don't want to get on any mushrooms. Is that the first thing we're gonna stream on Twitch? Oh, yeah. Is Miss Tess takes some special mushrooms for a headache, and oh, uh, is this dear. a thing she's loving? I really, really hope that's the last resort. Uh, <laughs> the uh, I have a real short story, and I only bring this up just because in the last episode, um, you talked about uh, how much the kids love the book drop. Yes. Apparently. Kids love the book drop at my library as well. Yay, kids did were, you show them the book drop? They, well, they they love the book drop like in the library, like not on the outside, like you know the one that's where you drop where the they books. They can see yeah. the books come in. And they were looking at it, and uh, they were like cheering, and I don't know, getting yes. really excited because they were putting books in there, like they were putting wow, books on okay. the inside. And I poked my head down into it. And they were like, there's a man in there. And they're like, oh my God, there's a man in there. And uh, they got very excited. And then I was like, hey, kids, we do drop a books on my house. And they were like losing their minds. And then they threw more books in there. And uh, uh, apparently all kids love book drops. So we have, we have an indoor book slot at our yeah. library as well. Um, and one of our coworkers who's very talented... Uh, artist uh, will make things to go over the yeah. top of the book drop so I've that it, seen this. This it cool. looks like you're giving your books to. She, she did Olaf the Snowman. She did. She's done a lion. She's done a crocodile. She's done all these different ones. A monster, a minion. Um, so, um, and then I have another coworker who's very silly. And sometimes when the kids come in, she likes to bend down and pretend like she's talking. Like the oh. like the book drop is talking. Like the lion is like, feed me book. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. So that's an idea. If you have, uh, I bet Sue, I bet Miss Sue could probably maybe if she had some Sue time, could probably whip something, something up real quick. Pretty cool. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> kids love book drops, and I'm sure they love uh, animal and creature themed book drops as well. Yeah. Well, and I think it's like it's like a cool thing for kids to do that they get to be in charge of. Yeah. You know, we're gonna go to the library. I'm putting the books in the can, books. Yeah. You can put the books in the book job. All joking aside, it's an important job. It right? is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Hey Eric, do you have a wash?
Freya watch. Freya watch. Freya watch. Freya is no longer a little baby anymore. She is a year old. A whole year. She's still a little baby. Old. I don't know, man. She's not that little anymore. I was Google. My my phone does this thing where every once in a while I'll be like. uh Here's a collage of photos you've oh, taken. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you want to save this? And I'm like, sure, that looks nice. Well, they've recently <laughs> been doing this thing. Like, here's things you were taking pictures of a year ago. So then it will show me these pictures oh, of Freya. Because, of course, a year tiny. ago I was taking pictures of Freya. And she was just so tiny. And then it would be her right next to, like, all grown-up Freya. A whole <laughs> year old. Grabbing pancakes with her hands. Uh, her birthday, um, her birthday, birthday day, like the actual day of her birthday, we kept it real low key. Um, That's nice. Real nice. She's one. She is one, but then she doesn't know it's her birthday. Well, Amanda's mom thought, let's not do something low key. Let's do something a little bit like grander. Which you know what? I'm kind of joking, <laughs> but it was okay. It was just a lot more extended family were there, yeah. which. Is a lot, and it's not really mine or Amanda style, but a lot of people love Freya that don't get to see her all the time, so it was good for them, and Freya ended up enjoying it. I was worried she That's would, like, good. there's this party being thrown for her that she's like, I can't handle, this is you know? too overwhelming. Yeah, she ended up having fun, That's and uh, she got a lot of uh, really nice presents, and she got to eat some cake, <laughs> and she got to eat uh, some Cool Whip. And, uh, <laughs> she, and uh, she dug it. She's a big girl now. Now she no longer drinks formula anymore. She now drinks whole milk. She drinks just regular milk, just like grown-ups. Awesome. So, can she eat peanut butter now? She can eat peanut. She's been eating peanut butter. Oh, okay. I thought there was like some sort of age restriction on peanut. Um, the thing or is, is it honey the, or something? Honey is the one. You gotta okay, wait. You gotta wait till a year. Same thing like whole milk. So now you she know? could have some honey. She you could, could. Yeah. See what happens. She said, you usually wait till at least twelve months or ask your pediatrician. So I don't know if we've jumped into the honey. And strawberries? Yet. Is that another one? Maybe She's I'm making been eating that strawberries. Up. You might be making it up. The, I, I ate a lot of strawberries when I was a baby, so the <laughs> probably rule, not. The rules for it change. Like, they used to tell you, like, not to do peanut stuff until a certain age. Yeah. But now they tell you it's okay to introduce. Like, they have these little peanut-like puffs. They're just, oh, like, yeah. little baby food with just, like, peanut essence in there. And you give them your baby. You let your baby See eat what it. Happens. And then you stare at them yes. intently for two hours. And you go, ah, I think she's okay. She's all right. But, um, yeah, she's, I mean, she's eating, like, regular food. We split a banana the other day. That's awesome. We split some cheese. Um, <laughs> she's a big girl. So um, I'll probably tweet out some stuff from the uh, from the uh, party. Cause, Happy uh, birthday, Freya. <laughs> Happy birthday. Grown man crying. <laughs> Happy birthday, Freya. Oh, <laughs> you better get excited about birthdays. Babe. I am excited. I'm so excited about birthdays. It's just like, <laughs> I know, you know you're like, ah, the passage of time. It's just, yeah, it's like this weird. It's almost the like, inevitable march towards death. It's like, we all know we're going to die, right? Right. Like, we know. I mean, we know it in the back of our heads. We know it in the yeah. back of our heads, but like when you have a kid, it's like you're looking at a thing, you're looking at a person. Telling you every day how, it's, it's how much you're getting older. meant to survive yeah. you. Like, you've now yeah. passed on your DNA. You've successfully... I've done it. Yeah, you've done it. Like, so there's me, nowhere to go from here. So, you know what? I'll take, another, I'll take another 50-50 Eclipse beer, please. I've already <laughs> I've already made my successor. Um, <laughs> Tess, you have the look of a woman <laughs> who has learned a life lesson. Perhaps. <laughs> Did you learn a life lesson this week? I did! That's great! Let's talk about it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
this will be this will be quick or I'll try to make it quick. All right. A couple fortnights ago, you suggested you have, you have all sorts of great ideas. Oh, this ideas. is what you're going with. Oh, yeah. this is so exciting. You have, okay. all such, you have all sorts of great ideas for the podcast. Oh. Like we talked about sharing music on well, the podcast. And, and now we have a Spotify. And, <laughs> and then you have, sometimes you have some questionable <laughs> ideas for the podcast. And you said to me, we should share fat stories. We should share and, our favorite fat stories. And I was like, I don't know that means at first i was like yes let's do it because i'm i'm always excited when you're excited i'm like the po- i am the po you are. On it. let's let's go to the beach and eat jellyfish okay let's do it <laughs> be like let's jump in a tie fighter and take down the first order just the two of us let's and I'd share be like, our favorite fat stories so yeah that was the idea you had and i was like let's do it and then i started to think about it and i was like i don't actually know what a fat story is and since we're on an audio format we'll just explain to the listeners Eric and I are both what you might call overweight individuals. You know what, though? Here's a, let me stop you right there, Tess. Okay. If we are to, not that it's a competition, I believe I'm more overweight than you are. Well, I mean, if you want to think that, you can. Although I do think there's probably a little more um, attention paid to women. Yeah. Who are maybe by like that skewed women, like yeah. like the Flintstone scale. Yeah. Fred Flintstone is the average caveman, and Wilma is the average <laughs> woman. So yeah, obviously, yeah. you know. So um, also, I think I mean, you live a really healthy lifestyle. You're like running, and I always see like the snacks you're eating are always like fruits or meat or something or heart shaped donuts. Heart-shaped donuts. Yeah. But then you come to my house, and I'm like, do you want a donut? Do you want a pizza? So like I'm do you probably want to chug doing this cheese whiz before the cast. <laughs> probably doing you want a beer. Like I'm probably doing a lot less yeah. healthy lifestyle things than you are. I can do a lot better in that account, maybe. We can all be better. Yeah. Right? We can. Um, but I started to think about this. I was like, fat stories though. I like love I'm this. not sure like what and so then I asked you for some clarification. Yeah. I was what like, is a fat story? If we're gonna Eric? tell fat stories, like I could think of like one entertaining fat story and i will tell it um but i was i was trying to think like <laughs> I, the story. way i think of a fat story is so here's the so i've got one i've got two actually wait but, i thought you didn't want you are because, we not doing them well so here's the thing wait I why are we you, telling fat? why are we talking about fat stories if we're not telling fat stories well but because i asked you about fat stories and you said i actually can't think of any that aren't embarrassing and so maybe i don't want to tell my fat story. the charm of a fat story is that they are embarrassing so okay so listeners here wait let's take a second here let's take a break i think a fat story is so we're all human beings when we have a tough day Sometimes we go home and eat our emotions a little oh, bit. That's a fat so story. a fat story would be a moment where you particularly like you look back and go, "What was I thinking? <laughs> I ate all of that." Or 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 a variation of the fat story is, "I ate all that and I just like what, like let's say someone had a bad day and they went and you, they demolished the pizza bar at Pizza Hut." <laughs> A fat, another variation is usually, fat story is usually you're by yourself, too. Like, if you're with a group of friends, that's fine if you're, if you're by yourself. And usually, for me, the perfect fat story involves a third party noticing your embarrassing act. So I'll, I'll give you one right now. Okay. So I had a particularly, so here's the deal. Now that I, I've been a dad for a full year, and since I've been a dad, because it's kind of stressful being a dad, you don't get a lot of sleep. Uh, actually, I shouldn't complain. Now, for I sleep through the night, but... Those early months are really tough, and I started to develop some not great eating habits. Mm-hmm. I invented a thing called second lunch. 
Okay. You eat lunch and then you go <laughs> and, then and you, have a second you find lunch. another lunch. Yeah. The hobbits. Um, whatever the hobbits. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I was having a particularly bad day and I was like, you know what? I'm going to Oga's, which Oga's is a local uh, Chinese restaurant. Chinese. Yeah, and it has Asian. a buffet. It has a buffet. Well, Oga's is mysteriously uh, tags itself as an Asian restaurant. So it's which just an Asian. I've always restaurant. found just so so mysterious because Asia is a huge continent. Like, what kind of food it's am I gonna get? All of Asia. <laughs> all Everything of, in Asia. All of the Asian food you could find at Oga's. Which, guys, if you are local, <laughs> no, anyway, doesn't matter. But anyway, I went Oga's, there. if you're listening. And here's the deal. Oga's buffet is, um, <laughs> I'm trying to be nice because we just ate there recently. But it's like, you know, it's like a cheap buffet, $7. Well, and that's kind of, that's usually the appeal of the buffet. You're I don't just, think, I don't think Oga's would be offended. You're not going to find cheap. like fine dining on the Oga's bar. Let's put it that way. Yes. Yeah. So oh, and they it, do have sushi. I went there. They do have sushi. I went there <laughs> with really the goal of like just eating my emotions, right? <laughs> On my lunch break because I had a really Aww. tough day. So I'm there. I'm sorry you had a tough day. Peak of fatness. <laughs> and I'm just, I've got like those, what are those things called that are, look at you, look at you. What are those skewers things with meat yes, skewers? Yeah. And I think I'm like double fist in them. Like I'm like just, I've got like the, the meat. The meat on the stick. Right. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just like chowing down, probably food all over my face. A woman comes in. <laughs> And a woman, a woman comes in with her two kids, and I'm like the only guy in the restaurant because it gets slow in Ogas, yeah, right? And I'm does. just like, food. Uh, it, I probably look like a terrible mess, right? And my tie is probably. I do this thing with my tie where if I'm eating and I think I'm going to be sloppy, I, I throw my tie over my shoulder so I don't get food on my tie. And a woman comes in, and the the nice man at the uh, that greeted her goes, "Oh, would you like the uh, buffet?" And she walks over to the buffet and she looks at it. And oh, you no. can you can tell she's like looking like down her nose at it like oh. ugh. and she you could see this look oh, of no. you could see this look of disgust on her face like oh look what's on this buffet like she's not into it look at this look at this looks terrible and then she looks at me <laughs> <laughs> and I I I swear to God we lock eyes for a moment <laughs> food food dripping down my face I've got two of the skewers in my hand and she goes back to him and she goes no nah, we're good. <laughs> So Tess, that is an example of what I think is a very good fat story. Fat story. That is a good fat thank story. You. And thank I, you. And I thank you for sharing that. You're very welcome. So because fat story is a very intimate thing, sharing a fat is, story. It yeah. is. It is. I would say that it's brave to share a fat story thank on you. a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, my, um, the only thing I could think of when I was trying to think of like uh, heights of fatness was that Brett and I at one point created an RPG game. No, this is what I was thinking of when I suggested it <laughs> called, to you. Called Fat Finder. <laughs> Fat? Fat Finder! <laughs> which is which is a play on the RPG mm. game Pathfinder, which oh Brett, and I, Brett and I have enjoyed playing in the past. Um, and Fat Finder is a game here. I got some dice here. I got some polyhedral dice. And you, um, you would roll your dice. Okay. And then based on the number that pops up on the polyhedral dice, um, which if you're not an RPG person, the the dice come in all different sides. You're familiar with the six-sided yeah. dice probably. That's the most famous one. But they've got uh, D20, D12, D6, 20 sided die. Yeah, so, yeah, 12-sided um, die. So you roll the polyhedral dice and then you then consult your list of... Um, restaurants. So this is mainly because Brett and I uh, can't ever decide where we want to eat. 
Um, which is probably a problem that a lot of married couples have is because you're looking at your partner and you're like, dude, uh, I want what you want. What do you want? Yeah, like I'll eat anything. I just want to be hanging out with yeah, you. Yeah, and, and then they say, I don't know. What do you want? Like, I, I don't really care. What do you want to eat? And so we could never decide because we'd always just be looking at each other like, do you want Italian? I don't know. Do you want yeah. Mexican? And so we've created this list of all of our local restaurants. Uh, do they all have numbers for the day? They all had numbers. Actually, I could bring it up. I have the rules of Fat Finder on my phone. There are rules? Who yeah. is the DM of Fat Finder? Well, um, oh gosh. I don't know if we ever had like a who rolls the dice first. Maybe it's like whoever suggests that we yeah. eat out. You roll the dice and then, oh man, oh, there it is. Um, you can't go to the same place two weeks in a row. That's mm. a rule. Um, That's each, a really good rule. Each player is allowed one veto a month. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like if it does land on a place and you're, and like, you're like, I'm not feeling that. I'm really not feeling that. Then you could veto it once a month. Um, so you roll, you roll two d six for an in town choice. So you roll, and then you roll. Uh, okay, but then <laughs> so oh my you know God, this is so advanced. <laughs> so you know how there is like critical hits. And critical I, and critical misses. Yes. In an RPG, so the critical miss in Fat Finder is if you roll the lowest number possible, then you have to make food at home. You're not allowed to go out. Oh my god, <laughs> this is a high stress game. <laughs> oh no. And then the critical hit is um, oh now we have to go to an out of town restaurant. Oh, like a fancy place. No, we have to take an adventure and go someplace. Would, yeah, like what a would fancy an place. example of an out of oh, town? Oh, okay. Like well, how out of town? Are we talking like? To another state? <laughs> no, no, to another city. Okay. Uh, we live in a pretty small yeah. area. Would like Waldorf be out of town? Um, let's see. I think all these places were Annapolis, which oh, is oh, so about, like for real out of town, about an hour and a half away. So if you roll, if you roll, you a guys critical do not hit, mess around. If you roll a critical hit, you have to be ready to go on an adventure. Um, <laughs> this is so exciting. I like this. <laughs> so we had the, the list of in-town choices, and um, we put kind of like our favorites in the middle, because that's yeah. usually where you roll, and then we did like some lesser ones for the low numbers and some uh, some nicer ones for the higher numbers, and then we had a separate list where you would roll a D8 to find out your, um, your out-of-town choice, and the critical hit on that one is Brett and I's most favorite restaurant, which is the Old Stein Inn in Edgewater, actually. Um, so Never again, been there. it's about another hour and a half away. It's a German restaurant, oh. and you can get not that you would be interested in this, but you can get beers the size of your head. There. Maybe I will be interested. <laughs> you already told me I've I've created my replacement in this life. <laughs> oh God, I gotta put you on suicide watch. I, I am. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. who knows terrible. what's going on? I've completed my mission in life. So I guess that was my fat story. That's a good one, yeah. Is that we were we we were so that you have a whole game based around yeah, getting food. That's how much we love to eat food. Um, <laughs> Brett and I have been trying to be a little more healthier because we, we realize that if we keep going down this path, we like won't be around to enjoy each other's company be, forever, yeah. um, which we want to because we love each well, other. Well, the ultimate goal of healthiness, in my opinion, like if you say, I want to be healthy, should be, uh, it's easy to be like, I want to be hotter, right? I want right. to be sexy, but it should be, I want to live longer. So that's the life lesson that I learned. Thank you. Morning. I was wondering if you're going to tie it back. Yeah. That's the mm-hmm. life lesson is I was thinking about these fat stories. Great minds, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Think about these fat stories. 
stories. And I was thinking also about this time of year because we're very early in the year. We're around New Year's resolution yeah. time. And a lot of people's New Year's resolution, for better or worse, is I'm going to lose weight this year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to improve my body this year. And so you spend a lot of time at the, I think, at this time of year, looking at your body, criticizing your body. Yeah. Um, thinking about all the ways that your body isn't up to snuff. It doesn't look like the people on the movie posters, well, right? Well, see, that's the thing. Yeah. Is I'm like, who are we comparing ourselves to? We're com- Chris Hemsworth. I'm comparing <laughs> myself to Chris Hemsworth, who honestly gets paid to look good. Like, like he probably doesn't have a whole lot of fun, because he probably has to spend like nine hours a day in a gym. I can't even imagine. Right? And he can probably only eat like boiled chicken and broccoli. Yeah. Because he's got to look awesome for this movie. And um, we don't live that kind of life. No one is paying me to go to the gym. Librarians typically <laughs> do not get paid to go to the gym. So that's an unrealis- unrealistic expectation yeah. that I'm going to transform myself into Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Like, that's not going to happen. Um, and I, I just want to say, if you're a person who's listening to the show and, you're, and you've been thinking about this and these New Year's resolutions and you've been thinking, gosh, I really need to get my life together, I just want to say, number one, no, you don't. Okay, first of all, resolution yeah. to me is like so, so arbitrary. Like, how did we decide that we have to make a promise for the year? Like, we can make a promise anytime we want. Now could be that moment. I could do it yeah. now. And it can be anything I want. I think a lot of times it's like, I got to lose weight, I got to save money. That's yeah. usually Those the two, two most ones. important yeah. ones. And like, it could be, I want to make the world a better place. I want to start a podcast. I want to beat Super Mario Brothers. Like, it doesn't have to be... It doesn't have to be focused on your looks, first of all. And it doesn't have to be now because that's what everybody does. We're talking about breaking social scripts on our show a lot. And that's a social script that you can break. Like, you don't have to make a New Year's resolution. And And if you do, it doesn't have to be based on your looks or based on, like, your status. Or improving your status or whatever. Like, it doesn't have to be that way. If you're feeling a lot of pressure to do that, don't. And also... It's hard because that pressure is everywhere, right? It's so hard. And also, like, try, if you can, to not compare yourself to Chris Hemsworth and Scarlett Johansson. And Chris Hemsworth, ScarJo, if you're listening, we really enjoy your work in the movies. And we recognize that you work really hard. I really enjoy your work on your body, Chris. <laughs> it looks good. <laughs> Chris, you're looking Congratulations. great. Congratulations. We, uh, we got nothing but nice things to say about you. However, it is very unrealistic yeah. for a normal average Joe to say, I'm going to work out this year. Because it's my New Year's resolution. And by the end of the year, I'm going to look like Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Maybe, though, if you want to make some lifestyle choices that are a little bit healthier, you want to move more, you want to eat more vegetables, That's I think that would be kind of a more realistic goal. And so, like I said, Brett and I have been kind of working on our health lately, but we're trying to set kind of more realistic goals for ourselves. Like, we know we're not going to go nine hours in a gym and boil chicken, but maybe take a a walk at lunch. Maybe make an effort to pack an apple instead of potato chips for a snack. It's the little steps that matter more than the big steps. Yeah. Because if you take them... And both of us have lost a little bit of weight and, you know, noticed our clothes are feeling a little bit looser and that's, that's good. But I just wanted to say that, you know, it's, it's okay yeah. if you're listening to this, like, 
your body is your body and try to focus on positive things about your body too. Like I, you know, uh, (laughs) that you can see things and hear things and move around. Like your body is actually really amazing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, sometimes our bodies don't feel amazing. Like I get migraine headaches and I get upset at my brain. (laughs) Like, why are you hurting me? I don't like it. But uh, try to focus on the positive, I guess, is my is my fat lesson for... <laughs> I think, too, and I think, too, is if you do want to be healthier, right? And mm-hmm. we're not saying, like, don't try to be healthy. But I, I listen to a podcast that doesn't come out all the time, but it's called the Human Animal Podcast. And it's run by uh, a man named Matt. I don't remember his last name, but he runs a, a website called The Free Fit Guy. And he always says, if you want to be healthier, think of the why. Now, if that why is I want to be hot... Maybe that's not the most... Probably not a good reason. Probably not a good reason. Now, if that why... And probably not a reason that's going to motivate you yeah. to make a long-lasting but, change. But if that why is I want to live longer or I want to be more active with my daughter and I want to be the kind of parent that can get on the ground and up off the ground and play with her and not be the parent that's on the bench because he physically can't because he's yeah. in bad shape, then that's a stronger why, yeah. right? Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, it, you guys... guys you guys are all beautiful. You really are. You really You're are. beautiful the way you are, and we love you. If you if you want to lose weight, you can. If you don't want to lose weight, have a donut with me because it's okay. It's okay to have a donut every once in a while. It is. A, at the end of the day, we are all human, right? Yeah. None of us are robots, and none of us are like programmed to just just eat boiled chicken unless you're a movie star and you're getting millions and then i'll eat as much boiled chicken as you want me to eat (laughs) that's right you want to pay me for it (laughs) great life lesson miss tess thanks Mm -hmm. should we have a positivity party after that (sighs) let's do it Hey guys, welcome to the Positivity Party. This is how we like to wrap up every single episode of the cast, where we like to spend a moment uh, thinking about things that we are thankful for and thinking about things that are awesome about ourselves. What is something that you're thankful for, Miss Tess? Um, I mentioned it a little earlier in the podcast, but I'm super thankful for dogs. Dogs. Dogs are so cool. That's a good one. I just love dogs. They're just like going through life. They're eating. They're sleeping. They're sniffing people. I'll tell you right now. You know who doesn't worry about their weight? Dogs. dogs. Yeah. <laughs> really do. I love. I do love. It's so refreshing that dogs have like zero idea of like what they look like or one another. They have zero <laughs> idea and zero care. Yeah. Right? Like dogs that have like three legs. They're just rolling through life like whatever. I don't have a leg. It's no big deal. Although it did dawn on me that when I put a sweater on. Sasha, she does look like she cares what she looks like again. <laughs> well, Sasha is a supermodel. She kind of has a look like, you're putting me in this uh, <laughs> this low rent Target sweater. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you need to buy Gucci for her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing I'm loving, uh, or the thing that I'm thankful for is, and I can't believe it's taken me 23 episodes to say this, our listeners. Oh, Thank hey. you so much for listening, guys. You know, um, you know, we're... <laughs> We're small business here, small operation, you know, trying to make the entire planet Earth a better place. Um, thank you so much for listening. We hope that, uh, you know, you get something out of us. I hope you enjoy yourself. And um, thank you so much for listening. I am thankful for you, Steve-O. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you thankful for? Everyone take a, just take a moment real quick to yell out something you're thankful for. Nice.
Nice. I hope they really did yell it. Like, I hope there was someone in, like, a quiet... Like, they're in a cubicle somewhere <laughs> listening while they're doing their work. And they were just like, cat videos on YouTube! Burritos! <laughs> hey, Eric, what's something you like about yourself? Um, I thought about... So, we include this in the cast because it's hard, and I think you know this, Seth, to often express something you like about yourself. Like, yeah. it feels, like, uh, arrogant or yeah. it feels weird. Um, and I had to think about this one, but I like that I'm a hard worker. You know, I work hard at my job as a librarian. I work hard at my home, uh, taking care of the house and Freya. I work hard on this podcast. I mean... You are. I like that I work hard. A very industrious gentleman. <laughs> Thank you, you Tess. I appreciate that. And it is hard, and I never pick something. I always I write down all my notes, and I always leave that one blank. I can never think of something. Tess. Yeah. What's something you like about yourself? I guess that uh, I have a good sense of humor about. That's a good one. About things I try not to let things get me down too much uh, because life is hard and sometimes you gotta laugh at things and um, uh, if you know uh, so I'm a little overweight that's okay I can work on it <laughs> and I can have a sense of humor about some fat stories I'm a little overweight big deal <laughs> got it very cool guys why don't you take a moment and why don't you say out loud, no matter where you're at, <laughs> something you like about yourself. Do it. I hope they did. I hope you did yell it. I hope you yelled it just like in the middle of a library. And all these like, doves flew up in the I air. I got great hair. <laughs> my, my calves. <laughs> have you ever seen my calves, by the way? Do you have good calves? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh boy, that's all I gotta say about my calves. Uh, guys, you've been listening to the Same Team Y'all podcast. Um, uh, real quick before we leave too, I should mention, if you enjoy this podcast and you happen to watch the show Twin Peaks, we have another podcast called Same Peaks Y'all, where Tess and I discuss the show Twin Peaks. Yeah, so if you wanna listen to Eric and me every week, catch up on Twin Peaks, mm -hmm. And then tune into our podcast. It's fun. It's a good time. That's exactly right. Our Twitter handle is at SameTeamYall. So tweet at us. We would love to hear what you guys are loving. And our email is SameTeamYall at gmail.com. And be sure to check us out on... Uh, Spotify. <laughs> and Twitch. Thank you. Great. You <laughs> caught it. Very good. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for listening. Be the change you want to see in this world. Bye. All seriously, though... A lot of overweight people have really great legs because you're carrying. Yeah, because you're carrying. I'll show you my calves in a little bit. <laughs>
And I oh. swear to God, Tess. He no, looked, he didn't. He looks, and with his eyes, because it's a crowded break room, he looks and he scans the room. And I swear to God, his <laughs> eyes landed l- on you. Laser in on me, and he goes, So I don't look like that guy. Oh and he God. points me out, and I look up for my sandwich. And I, I point to myself, like, Me? me? <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. And then he continued his conversation as if I did not exist. What an. <laughs> <laughs> for the longest yeah. luckily so so i guess another thing and I'll, I'll probably use this maybe next podcast a thing i love about myself is i've got a pretty good sense of humor like yeah. that's pretty de- and so what i would do is i told my friends that story because this is a great story yeah and for the longest time my friends would call me that guy uh, hey look it's that guy uh, this that uh, guy oh, oh my, can you God. believe that i can't uh, t- he can't pointed a, his finger to another human being that he never he never he never said one word to me he he didn't know me from anyone wow that's insane. I think about that a lot, actually. Not in a, like, oh, my God, but just, like, I can't believe that happened. The other fat story that I could think of, like, I was thinking, like, if we're going to do a whole episode, I got to think yeah. of some more. We haven't done it yet, but Brett and I have this fantasy about a, a bang-bang. Have you heard of a bang-bang? No. Okay. Now, you might be thinking it's, uh, it's something yeah. else. It sounds grown-up. What it is, is it's when you eat a full meal at a restaurant and then you go directly to another restaurant and have a full meal. <laughs> and they have to be two different styles of food. So, like, you could eat at a, a full meal at a Chinese restaurant and then go to a Mexican restaurant and eat a full meal. That sounds great. Or, like, have an Italian you, and then go to, like, a diner. And do you have to eat the whole thing or can you take, like, take home? Like, well, like, just home. as much as you would eat yeah. if you're going to have a normal meal. But then you have to follow it wow. up immediately bang, bang. with another meal. And so Brett and I have had this fantasy for years of doing a bang bang. There was a, I don't know, I feel like he's sort of sullied now, but Louis C.K. on his TV show, yeah. Louis, he did an episode where he and his friend have a bang bang. And because they're both like, we really need to get in shape as a, as a last a last ditch, like oh, a moment of glory before we really commit to getting in shape. Let's do a bang bang. And Brett and I, we should have thought, oh, that's disgusting. But we both were like, that sounds amazing. Let's do it. <laughs> so. There is a plate. So at McDonald's. <laughs> If I go to McDonald's, which is like one of my guilty eating places, I go get like 20 piece I nugget and a couple things McDonald's. and I sit in my car and uh, I sit <laughs> in my car and I eat it. And then what I like to call is I call that row in the parking lot a McDonald's <laughs> depression row because it's you're sitting there eating. And if you look to your right, you see another person eating by themselves and we're all looking. And then I turn and I see the person to my left and we're all just kind of like trying not to acknowledge each other eating our terrible food by ourselves oh, man. while Googling fitness tips. Did you ever see the movie Super Size Me? No, I haven't. Oh, it's a really good movie. Yeah. Um, and if, if you haven't seen it, it's about a guy. I don't know if you know what it's about. It's about a guy who eats. Yeah, I think I've heard he of it. Eats yeah. McDonald's for a whole month just to see like what it does to his body. And the mo- in the movie, it's a documentary, and it's really. Did he get superpowers? No, he got like overweight and depressed and almost pickled his liver. Like he suffered like really bad health problems because he ate nothing but McDonald's, which no one should do. But he he wanted to not see, even Ronald McDonald. He wanted to see what would happen, and in the movie's supposed to bring the light about fast food and how it's not good for you. But and, are you watching it going that looks delicious? Oh my god! Me and my friends <laughs> watched the movie and then went out and got McDonald's. Oh my god. So it was a great how advertisement terrible. for McDonald's. How terrible is that? We did. We got the total 
polar opposite. We were like, ooh, that looks yummy. Let's go that's get a like, fish sandwich. That's like if you watch the movie about like um, murder in America, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to go murder a person now. <laughs> that looks great. Oh, it was terrible. That's a good fat story. 